Whiskey, Echo, Lima, Charlie, Oscar, Mike, Echo, Tango, Oscar, Tango, Indigo, Lima, Papa. A comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Bugs Bunny to his Daffy Duck, Michael Howard. It's duck season. It's wabbit season. It's duck season. Rabbit season. Well, Michael, it duck season. apparently it might be alien season. I know oh. I might have thrown you off with our crazy new intro, but yeah, I'm I'm um, intrigued because I cannot do I cannot do spelling that fast. Well, that just said welcome to Tilt. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Oh, Plus, okay, now I get it. Yeah, I get it. Welcome to Tilt. Yep. I I figured. Tilp instead of trends in low places was more palatable for the listening <laughs> audience. Um, I can only imagine the person listening to this show for the first time. Somebody's like, hey, you got to listen to Tilp. It is awesome. They download it and it just starts off with with that. With the Microsoft Zira voice, mm-hmm. English, US, <laughs> talking in the FAA phonetic language. Or the that come out of your Yeah. Hey, listen. Hey, fuck you. First of all. Don't you come at my Zoom like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, we talked about this, like, uh, someone, someone in our friend group shared a article about grandpa stories, just like Ooh. people sharing interesting things that their grandpas said or did in their lives. And we thought about what we would do. And I could only imagine that my grandkids will, will just remember me talking about how cool the UI of the <laughs> Zoom was. They'll be like, what is UI even? Yeah. I just I just feel everything and every molecule of my body at all times. I, mm-hmm. I am one with the collective thought. What is UI? I mean, I was reading. I'm rereading A Wrinkle in Time so I can go see it. Um, I just bought the five book set. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, but they were talking about the beings they come across mm-hmm. uh, and how they, they don't Miss see anything. It? And what's it? No, no, no. The, the beings the on beans. one of the planets. The giant beings. The giant beings. <laughs> They actually are giant beings. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they, they just know everything or feel everything. They sense it in a way that is not seeing or hearing or anything. Right. And I was trying to, like, I was laying there reading it before bed, and I was trying to wrap my my head around this concept, and then I couldn't fall asleep for, like, another hour. How high were you? No, no, no. <laughs> I was completely sober. This was, like, last night. I guess uh-huh. that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, that but means I literally was. nothing. I'm your friend, Michael. I know <laughs> you. <laughs> no. Well, before I get into why I did that dumb intro, um, did you did you just read Wrinkle in Time or did you read the whole series as a kid? Uh, I think I read the first like two or three, but um, I mean, I read it in like fifth grade. Yeah, I remember that. Like, I probably took those books out of the library like probably five or six times, like the whole series, like. I th- those books were my full full on shit. I love those books. It also made me like super like super romanticize the idea of an Alfa Romeo car because mm. I like everyone drive yep. almost like Chet in the Hardy Boys drives his like jalopy or whatever. Every like cool guy in those books drove a Alfa Romeo. And I was like, wow, they must be really cool cars. <laughs> they are pretty cool, though. Yeah. It's like the little ones. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so I was saying I was I read that book as part of like English class in fifth mm-hmm. grade or whatever it was called. I guess it wasn't English, but uh, and half the class read A Wrinkle in Time and the other half had to read Island of the Blue Dolphins. Also a jammer and a slammer. Really? 
Yeah, and a club banger. Because when sure. I when I found out that they or when when I saw that they had to read that book, I was like, Oh, you guys suck. You have to read about dolphins. It's not just I read about, about dolphins. time travel and interdimensional space. And Chris Pine shows up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. What are we even talking about? I don't know. But anyway, um, so, Michael, I want to talk to you about a message sent through time and space, possibly from survivors of the Malaysian uh, air. What is the flight number? 280? MH370. MH 370? I was pretty far off. Um, possibly sent by survivors or people on MH370 before mm. they crashed about who and what had taken them down. Um, so, hold on, I lost the article I had, but um, I'm going to send you an article, uh, Michael, about someone who posted on Twitter. This was from a user named Strayed Away on Twitter, who has since deleted this tweet and then altered their Twitter profile to make it look like they are now a teenage girl and not who they were. Um, but, so they shared a, a tweet that said, y'all got to hear this voicemail. That just appeared on my phone. No call, just appeared on the voicemail. And uh, let me turn this up real quick. Sierra, Delta, Alpha, November, call, Echo, Romeo, Sierra. So it goes on like that. I'm just going to, I'm not going to play the whole thing because it's about 45 seconds long. But the uh, message reads, danger, SOS, it is dire for you to evacuate. Be cautious. They are not human. And then it cranks off a list of numbers, which correspond to uh, coordinates in the South China Sea near Malaysia. And it says SOS, danger, SOS. And Fuck. then, so yeah, it, it, it pinpoints a site in Malaysia, which is on land. So probably not where MH370 <laughs> went down. I feel like they would have found considered. it. <laughs> um, but then, so maybe that's where they washed ashore. So then this person posted the uh, the uh, voicemail, and then moments later they got a a message in Malaysian that said, "It is imperative that you take down your post for your own safety and mine. Take down your post like immediately." Wow, a text and, you said? Uh, yeah, it was a or a direct message on. Twitter. Oh, okay. I was like, holy shit, they had a cell phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Michael, aliens walk among us, and they have ta- already taken a full plane load of people, and now they're stopping people from corresponding beyond the grave to st- to tell us about the non-human beings who have taken over MH370. I mean, may- maybe the aliens kidnap them, but the world government is all in on it, and they're the ones that are trying to hide it. That could be true. Well, Michael, I want to ask you, what would you do? I mean, obviously... Hey, let's be honest. This this whole thing is fake as fuck. Well, but of course. What would you do if you got a mysterious cryptic message in the NATO phonetic language telling you anything? Like it, like even if it could like, even if it just said, "Hey, big beans are cool." <laughs> you would freak beans. out, right? Like giant beans are cool. I would I would just assume I'd assume someone was fucking with me. But what like, if it told you that Alien, like non-human beings were listening to you and you have to evacuate. Yeah. If they told me about aliens, like I still think someone's fucking with me, but I got to, I got to nope, as Curtis would say. Yeah. I'm throwing my phone as far away as possible, first of all, because I don't want them to track me. And then I'm just going to start running down the street. 
Which might be how they get you, because Michael, having chased you down in the streets of Chicago this weekend, one, you're very fast, but two, sometimes you take a circuitous route away from the the past mostly traveled by humanity. Yes, but I'm not using, I'm not on the grid, man. I'm off the grid. I'm just running. It's true. Yeah, you just move right along. Yeah. Um, (laughs) What would you do? Would you believe it in a million years, though? Absolutely not. There's no way. Although, so someone on Twitter pointed out that this also corresponded with two very large solar flares that had uh, were just about to re- be released and cause a major solar storm in the northeastern U.S. where this person was. And it's like, what if, again, one, Michael, I'm going to throw out a couple big ideas here. One, <laughs> what, if, what if the sun is hell? Mm-hmm. And what if some soul trapped in hell was trying to send a message via solar flare to warn you that aliens were walking among us and they'd already made a first strike. And also they're coming for you right now. Again, a lot of big ideas I just threw at you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Let me go through. The The sun is hell. It's hell. Yeah. All right. Then a a lost soul inside of hell is trying to communicate with me through the solar flare. Mm -hmm. It's the only way to communicate with you. It's the only way they can get in touch. It all, Michael, hey. You know what? I believe it. it. It all checks out, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're like, well, you couldn't have possibly made up this many things in a row. It's just a lot going on. Yeah. But what am I supposed to, so it was, what am I supposed to do about it, I guess is Evacuate. the question. Because that's You're what they always, to... but where? To where? I don't There's know. always Why these is... cryptic messages in this thing for people who are like supposed to save the day. And it's always like, this thing's going to happen. I know this because I'm from the future. And you're like. Okay, cool. If you're from the future, can you tell me what I'm supposed to do about that thing? Just stop it. So mysterious. Oh, cool. That actually. So I have uh, one of my my good friends uh, and coworkers has like he's told us multiple times that he has like a bug out bag, just like <laughs> full of like survival gear and like you know guns yeah, and some rations sure, and stuff. Sure. And like, I think that's fine. It's admirable. Like if if you know quote unquote shit hits the fan, you got to go to town. <laughs> You're ready for it. But where the fuck do you go? And also, this man's primary vehicle is a, is a minivan. <laughs> like, well, like, yes, because you got to be able to load up extra stuff when the other people die, when you're driving along. Right. But where do you go? Like, I mean, I, it's cool that you have one bag ready to, like, wreck shit. But after, like, those 90 bullets are gone... <laughs> I'm sure he's got a you open the you open the bag. Mm-hmm. It's got note cards in it, right? right. Okay, what in to case do of emergency in case of aliens. Yeah. Aliens, this is where you go. You're like, "Oh, Bigfoot. Lots of Bigfoots. They're the biggest feats. This is also where you go." They floated up on shore and they're pissed. Right. Oh, <laughs> dinosaurs from Isla Meralda. You know, this is where you go. You, you, and then you just you pull it out and it tells you exactly where to go and then you go there and and you survive forever. I mean, I, yeah, this is where you go. You have one card written down, just like a Cards Against Humanity. OK, uh-huh. well, ooh, go, go to Huntsville, <laughs> Alabama. All right, I guess I'm safe. <laughs> so yeah, maybe maybe that's what if you just have like dice you roll and then you just go to a different random place like every couple weeks and then they can never find you. Right. You can't ever hmm. restart civilization. I mean, it'll never happen because, again, big feats or or right. dinosaurs are now roaming the earth. Like you're their plaything from here on out. So you can't restart it. You just have your bug Until out. Until 
until you get big enough to have the big feats who are now not as big as pets. Ah, well, before we get it, Michael, before we get into that, I do want to like circle back. So if you were the one who either was sent this message or perpetrated this hoax and you had a, a full social media Twitter profile that went viral, would you, one, whether out of fear for your life from aliens or two, just being tired of the constant buzzing of your phone from Twitter notifications, would you delete your account or... Change your account to become a 15-year-old girl. <laughs> I feel like he's probably going to get just as much harassment. Yeah, just by nature of, oh, yeah. you're a 15-year-old girl. I Yeah, you're getting yeah. harassed nonstop. Well, actually, if you delete your account, you're not going to get harassed just by nature of not having an account exactly. Um, Yeah, you know, you got you to gotta delete that shit. Or, sorry, a third option. Would you just lean into it and just continue the sham? I guess that's true. You just pretend like it's 100% true until uh, they give you a book deal. I think that's how shit works. I mean, that's what happened with Dad Boner, right. effectively. Yeah, he like he made a, up a 39-year-old Detroit man with a ponytail and earrings. Mm-hmm. And he he did that thing until he got a book deal. Well, and they that made a like show a... called Shit My Dad Says. So True. But Michael, what were you saying about giant dinosaurs that people owned and read, rode around on? Well, uh, this is the newest installment, and I think a new uh, segment we're just going to call NBA Science. This is my favorite segment, (laughs) and I want it to be, I hope the NBA players continue to deliver golden gems and frankincense (laughs) and myrrh upon us. I can't see any reason they won't with these guys, man. They're they're so, like, funny and charismatic, and, you know, they... You never know if they're actually telling the truth, but it's, like, almost adorable. The nice thing is they continue to surprise me in new ways. Like, it's not just Flat Earth. Right. You know? No. This one is... Oh, man. This one's more believable, I think, in in my mind. So, Jordan I have Clarkson. so many problems with what you're about to say <laughs> and what you just said and about what you're about to say. <laughs> Jordan Clarkson, uh, who is the Cavs' backup guard... Um, he was on a he was being interviewed on a on a podcast and he floated that dinosaurs and humans live together, which is not a completely new thing for, you know, some like like creationists. Evangel- evangelical yeah. Christians <laughs> might uh you know assume the same thing. Either that or that Satan planted dinosaur bones in the ground. Either one. Either or yeah. 50-50. Uh but he says that humans were three times the size of dinosaurs and kept them as pets. So um, in his world, in his mind, we were huge, massive huge beings uh, <laughs> who had the dinosaurs as pets. And then once the dinosaurs weren't around, I guess, to be pets, we just slowly shrank until we were the size to be owners of dogs. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't know what the progression well, Michael, would be. Are we okay, going to so- keep shrinking forever? Kush, I guess is what I want to know. I mean, a couple things, Michael. Mm. So the historical skeletal record would show us that many creatures were much much larger in the distant past uh and actually i had a substitute teacher who insisted that squirrels used to be six feet tall and would terrorize human beings um like insisted upon this uh also i did read uh, an article though about how people think that penguins used to be like six feet tall right so uh, i mean many species of 
current animals were way, way larger. True. And then because of like, you know, whatever wiped out the dinosaurs and the resulting decline of like available resources, species just got smaller and smaller. Okay. So it's not out of the realm that humans used to be. I mean, that is true. Dinosaurs turned into birds. Very true. Species species evolve over time. You know what? It does make Our sense. Our species, if, however, if, 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 if has only been around for a little while. <laughs> if dinosaurs, though, can eventually turn into tiny little birds, then mm-hmm. why couldn't mega human beings eventually turn into normal human beings? Well, I think so the, I th- the size ratio makes sense to me. I think the one article I read, possibly on SB Nation or, or Deadspin, was that um, so he... The way he claims it, human beings must have been the size of a blue whale and would have to eat 5,000 pounds of food a day. <laughs> and, Michael, I think I joked a couple weeks ago about being the human equivalent of a brontosaurus. Yes. Um, but I would actually have to be a brontosaurus. <laughs> like, to eat 5,000 pounds of food a day, like, we would have just been eating dinosaurs nonstop. <laughs> but dinosaurs would one, have been I our... Mean, to be fair, though, right now, we are eating cows nonstop. Hey, okay, so that's a good point. But think about this. <laughs> and we still have Michael, dogs as real, pets, which That's true. That's true. And, and pigs but as but pets, is, but then people eat pigs. But dogs and pigs also used to be huge, apparently. Michael, think about <laughs> this though. Used to be huge. Can you imagine how small a pig like we, how much bacon would you have had as a giant human being if those if the pigs were that small? You would have just eaten the pigs whole, like candy. That's true. They That's would have, they point. would have essentially been skittles. Um, Bacon skittles. Michael, think about this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to assume a world in which Jurassic Park is and will be real. Okay, so I have imagine that day and that time and that world okay. since 1993. Think about this. So if you're the you know clone of a T Rex and you have DNA just. That is like burned with the memory of just gigantic human masters <laughs> who have treated you and your species and your brethren like shit <laughs> for millennia. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, these little peckerwoods who are six foot tall, descendants of ancient millennia old human beings, clone you and wake you back up. And like you have just year, like millennia of instinct to like fear these people. And then all of a sudden, oops, you're 20 times taller than they are. What do you do as a T-Rex? You go fucking hog wild. Right. So what you're saying is Jurassic Park, the movie mm-hmm. is true to life is true. Yeah. And the entire backstory of that, that they didn't go into, I assume they plan on doing a prequel at some point mm-hmm. is of, the giant human masters. Yeah. Humans used to be 150 feet tall, but oops, now they're only six feet tall. And oh shit, we can eat them now after just millennia of abuse and just being ridden around like pack mules. I'm a fucking T-Rex with teeth the size of that person. I'm gonna get me some. That movie makes so much more sense now. I mean, now I can't blame them. No. Those raptors just... Oh my god, Kush. And then Jurassic Park 2 makes so much more sense. Yeah, cuz they're like, "Oh shit, there's a whole there's a whole planet of these shitheads. They're so small. They used to snack on me. <laughs> I used to be T-Rex steaks. Not anymore. <laughs> That's my time to shine." So, eventually we're going to be 
tinier, and then we're going to clone Michael in thirty cows, years. We're and then gonna cows be- are going to eat us. Yeah, in thirty years, we're going to be four feet tall. We're going to clone some ancient mammoth who's twenty feet tall, and he's going to be like, "Oh, dope! I'm going to fucking stomp on these fools nonstop. They used to kill me for sport." Do you think that they will change the height of the rims as we start to shrink, or will they always be ten feet? And like we'll have like three foot five people who can dunk somehow still. I think the rims will always be that tall. Because I mean, as much as human beings will always keep shrinking over time, we continue to push the bonds of of human endurance. That's mostly true. through drugs and, and science. So <laughs> eventually everyone will be mugsy bugs, but they'll be able to dunk on twelve foot rims. Whew. And I mean, I mean, to be fair, at that point, we probably will have made peace with the Raptors and we'll be riding Raptors playing basketball. So it'll be a 15 foot rim and hey, blood will be shed in every game. But I just don't understand if you can if you can manipulate the DNA that much mm-hmm. to create to clone a dinosaur. Why not just make small versions of the larger dinosaurs and then you can put one in every city like a zoo and they wouldn't be able to murder everybody. And you Michael, make way more like, money. And like they're way you, cuter. It's like you, just like John Hammond, did did not listen to Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Life finds a way. Eventually, a gigantor T-Rex will break out and get all his raptor friends. And they'll eat your ass whole. Because, mm. Michael, I don't care how small they are. <laughs> they remember. <laughs> like, you can make it half its normal size. But you're like... They'll still be like, oh, Dunk, this guy used to be 10 times bigger than he is right now. I can definitely eat him. That's actually a really good point. It's just science, Michael. (laughs) It's like you've never read a book. (laughs) I feel like we've gotten off the track of the NBA science. Yes. Uh, No, I mean, we were right on it. What did he base this belief on? He didn't. That's fair. I mean, mean, he just literally, he was just like, yeah, no, this... This is uh, this is just a thing. I mean, it's it's not an uncommon belief that humans and dinosaurs coexisted, and that Jesus may or may not have ridden a dinosaur around through the streets of uh, you know, say Bethlehem. But this seems to be taking it to an extreme for almost no reason. And I almost wonder again if this is just not someone abusing their power and celebrity <laughs> to create well, an alien. You hoax. know what I? Th- this is what I honestly think happened. So he has this weird belief that. Um, dinosaurs and humans lived at the same time. Sure. Right. That weird belief shared by 40% of the United States. <laughs> right. Um, and he's he's heard about Jesus riding around in raptors, you know? So he's like, okay, well, if a raptor is a horse in this world, then there are obviously bigger things than a horse. You know, there's like blue whales and mammoths and whatever. Uh, then... They might have had little dinosaurs as pets. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Shit. And so, like, it's not necessarily that they we had, like, brontosauruses as pets. But, like, the brontosauruses were basically the equivalent of our, say, like, you know, giraffe or something. Right? Still bigger than us, but not as much bigger than us now. Okay. So, just, still non-threatening giants who... Yeah, sure, we're going to kill some of his friends every once in a while. But. Right. We weren't 138 feet tall or anything, but maybe we were like, I don't know, like 30 feet tall. Basketball would have been so tough when you're that big. <laughs> shit. All right, Michael, I think we've talked about this dumb shit for long enough. Uh, what, what else you got for me? Um, 
Did you know that some people think that dinosaurs might have farted themselves to death? <laughs> you mean you mean like how cows are about to fart us to death because we keep breeding them for food and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. and then yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that is that is a weird theory that um was in the Smithsonian mag. Uh so So I mean it's legitimate then, is what you're telling me. I mean it's it's the article was called The Top Ten Weirdest Dinosaur Extinction Ideas. Um and it was right below aliens as probability wise. So Okay. <laughs> hold on. So I need you to tell me what the I presume one through s- eight items were above that one those two <laughs> rather um they're not as funny uh this one is about um the, 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 but those were the ninth and tenth items on the list yes correct? yes yes okay <laughs> perfect because first again we're gonna talk we've talked a lot about aliens in this one can you first of all can you imagine just a bunch of aliens coming down and seeing just these big dumb fucking lizards <laughs> walking around i mean like yeah I'm going to kill every single fucking one of those things. I don't like the way they look. I don't like the way they walk. Look at that one with a big dumb neck. I'm going to kill all of his friends. Uh, yeah, that, what, I mean, that's why it's what more kind of likely. Dick aliens, but what, what kind of dick aliens would, one, do that, and two, not come back to finish the job once we showed up on the scene? They're like, oh, yeah, these guys also suck ass. I hate them. <laughs> well, yes, but... If you had already gone to a planet, if you're an alien civilization and you're trying to to go to like these billions and trillions of planets, right? Just you, to exterminate shit. No, you're you're seeing what's there, and sometimes you exterminate stuff. <laughs> you're an alien, um. So you, you you get to Earth, you you murder everything there, you think, and then you check it off the list. You're not coming back for like at least a couple hundred million years. Which, hey, I guess we're in we're due, but. I mean, every time, and maybe this is just pop culture playing with my head, but anytime aliens show up on on Earth in my movie universes, they're here to strip it of all of its natural resources and then move on. I don't, I really, Michael, I cannot stress this enough, I really do not love the idea of a homicidal species of aliens (laughs) that are just joyriding around the fucking cosmos, just killing willy-nilly and not raping our planet for its resources. Well, like if you, just, if you if you're gonna stop by Earth and kill everything on it, hey, strip mine it, please. Can I can I just say this? Yeah. And my voice is gonna sound a little weird, but just give me a second. <clears throat> Here's the thing. Think about all the movies in which we kill aliens. Like, what if them aliens were just like really small things, and to them, raptors look like xenomorphs. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> you know, so what if literally Ellen Ripley and her crew were just those asshole aliens who decided I'm gonna murder all these because they scared the shit out of me? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. again, those dumb little bastard lizards are on the ground and can't go anywhere. <laughs> well, until you land just, your spaceship, you know, we don't know. We don't really know what the what the what the raptors or the the dinosaurs were doing. We assume they're like these gentle giants, but brontosaurus may have been impregnating people. We also, don't know, they're all like so, feathery and stuff. This, yeah, who knows? That's terrifying. If I mean, I guess we found no evidence that like there weren't face huggers and chest busters and whatnot down in the dinosaur record. Hey, Kurt, first of all, Curtis, welcome to to the show. Hey, y'all, had dropped in yeah. a little bit. Um, hey, speaking of aliens, 
though, uh, in Prometheus and the, the last one, Alien Covenant, they show those giant people. Oh, shit. Right? They the do. ancient giant people that created us. Engineers or whatever, yeah. Whatever the fuck they were. See? I fell asleep before See? that part, but I read enough reviews of the movie that I know what's Jordan, up. Jordan Clarkson just he's he's under the impression that Alien Covenant was a true story. I think is the the thing of how the xenomorphs were yeah, created because they had us as pets, or the we had the our the giant giant white humans had xenomorphs as pets. Basically, that's what he means. Hmm. That wasn't really the part of that story, but <laughs> yeah. Sure. I, again, I did fall asleep very drunkenly <laughs> in the mid- in the first third of that movie. Um, but actually, I did too. But caught back up, friend. You know, I I was I was asleep. I I did not I did not have the time or inclination to catch up. I so I'll move this up because I had a personal shower thought this morning, and so that Alien Covenant was scary. Mm-hmm. All the Alien movies are scary. Mm-hmm. Um. And so maybe this might be a subset of scary movies, but um, so I was thinking about this and Michael, I feel like you're a good subject matter for this one. So shower thought, courtesy of yours truly. Do atheists find horror movies that scary? (laughs) Specifically the non face huggers and chest busters ones. The ones that have like ghosts and demons in it. Um... So because like if you know it's not true like in your bonesies yeah it's probably not that scary huh as an atheist I still like w- I want ghosts to be real so bad because I want to be haunted by one like so you, it's like to have a cool ghost friend or yeah I mean to have a cool, challenge just, just for, for the yeah challenge exactly I just want to know what it's like because it looks because I see, I don't find them scary as much as I find them fascinating fascinating yeah it's like intriguing like. Like, shit, this is just an exaggeration of some weird shit that people believe. So I have I have two thoughts. So one, uh, I once had an argument with an ex-girlfriend about ghosts, and then I was trying to make the uh, make the argument that there were like, what, 17 different dimensions, we assume. And then Mm -hmm. like ghosts are probably just something coming from one of those just like trying to interact with like the dimensions that we know. But but two. As a young man who had his house cleared of demons by his pastor and also best friend's father, sometimes he, I was I was grown to be a little afeard of the spirit world. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do find movies that are more science based, like or like alien based or time travel based. Those type of horror movies definitely are scarier to me or like creatures or whatever because i so, do kind of i mean i do kind of believe there's like so like other horizon yeah, yeah, yeah. horizon right. is oh, yeah. terrifying right clearly but like so ghost stuff or like demon stuff does it like get you because no, like for actually, me if i don't love like um amity hill like house on it like or yeah amity whatever amity horror that shit fucked with me for days <laughs> Because I don't, I don't want creepy ghosts and demons in my house. I don't. Because I think they might be real. The house, house on Haunted Hill or whatever that one was called was actually was actually pretty damn good. Yeah. And here's the thing I'm gonna say, and it's this is a tragic. Like, if you've ever had or get into a house or a room where one of your family members like died or lived for a long time and they died, there's times I felt some temperature changes in rooms that didn't make any sense scientifically, and I'm like, okay, I might start believing this shit. <laughs> I used to have to do. Like it's I used real. to have to do payroll 
for my dad's company in the room where my grandmother passed away. And, like, (laughs) I felt some shit that I did not care for every once in a while. And she was a mean old Catholic lady, which I don't think she would come back to haunt me, but, like, she would definitely judge me from the afterlife for my choices. Like, I was in there watching the OC while I was waiting for payroll to compile. I don't think she liked that at all. <laughs> Why the paperwork messed up? Because you touch yourself at night. <laughs> Just watching the OC and the Amazing Race, Grandma, go away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't really... F- I mean, like, they're they're scary. They're scary because, I mean, you know what? It it could. Maybe. It, it might could maybe be there, true. Maybe there's ghosts. That doesn't necessarily mean that you, you can't be an atheist. Yeah, I guess my big thing for horror movies of all kinds, but, like, specifically ghost shit, like, I am so susceptible to like the like autonomic responses mm. and like music and like weird sounds and specific like that shit wrecks me anyway and i think with the background i have of like my, my parents definitely telling me that demons are active in my life and world it's like all right well maybe i don't know if they are I'm just i better better play it safe <laughs> well i mean and that's part of the reason why right that that people like for like those movies that say they're based on a true story or whatever with exorcisms and all those types of things like I don't believe I mean I don't disbelieve that those people actually thought they were going through some ghost shit because people are so susceptible to suggestion and people who are that like religious and that into those types of things are already more susceptible to those types of things so it's just like They've just worked themselves up into a tizzy, kind of like you feeling like there's something in your your dead grandma's bedroom or whatever. Like that's fair. It's just a suggestion. Like if you didn't know that, you wouldn't be like, "Oh, I feel a ghost," and then someone's like, "Oh, that well, that was that person's ghost." That's true. Well, so far in this episode, we have talked about nothing <laughs> internet related. Um, <laughs> you guys want to talk about naming the hairs on Guy Fieri's face? Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, face or or head too, or can I can I, th- I get the I th- little pubes? I th- <laughs> I think it's just <laughs> I think it's just uh, his facial hair. His face oh, but uh, okay. so okay. a website called Fieri's Follicles uh, is very similar to the like, hey, name a star after your like kid or girlfriend, just so they you know they love you. Um, but you get to pick individual hairs on Guy Fieri's face and. Uh, Name them are for they, ten dollars a piece. Are they associated at all with Guy Fieri? Absolutely Guy Fieri. not. It's, it's very much unofficial. Mm. Um, but Didn't they like, just do that? They donate a portion to a portion of the proceeds for naming hairs on his face to Guy Fieri's charity for kids. Okay, sure. No, Would you can you, pick head. You can pick head or goatee. Okay, nice. so it's it's the full dome. <laughs> But not pubes. No, not yet. <laughs> uh, uh, not sorry. Yet. There's no Flavor Town hairs. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what about the hairs in Flavor Town? If you had to pick one hair, in which location would you would you pick one? And uh-huh. what would you name a guy a hair on Guy Fieri's head? I would I would pick the one that's like, you know, right under your lip, but like when your chin starts to go back out a little bit. I'd, I'd name one like right there because when he drips that souse... The on his chin, sauce. it's that's where it hits, yeah. right there. I want the south spot. I was probably gonna get. I'm sure you guys get this too, but like one of the hairs, like right in the corner of your mm. mouth, that kind of mm-hmm. like curls into your mouth and like 
sometimes causes you a little bit of pain, but like you're like, oh yeah, okay, that's mm-hmm. part of that's just part of me looking good. I would I would name that one the mayor of flavor town. Mm. That's a that's a good one. I want I want the hair on the edge of blonde and black mm-hmm. there, right? Just because it knows the pain of being dyed, but maybe sometimes it gets it doesn't. I like it. You know, just I, I've been you know I've seen hell. <laughs> I've, seen- I've seen darkness. You don't know what I've seen. Um, but sometimes I'm lucky enough, you know, and sometimes it gets some flavor, but most times it's just miserable. All right. Anyone got any final stories for me? So, yeah, I don't know anything about wrestling, but I don't know way too much about wrestling. Well, then it's a good thing you're here because (laughs) two just behemoths want to fight each other. They're set to enter the ring. Finally, the matchup we've all been craving for years and years. And it's like, who's going to win this matchup? It's like you have no idea. 50-50. And this yeah. this is not for a title belt. This is not for money in the bank. This is not for a suitcase. This is for the hosting job. For the Blues Clues reboot. Mm. It turns out that uh, John Cena made a, an appearance on Nickelodeon where he was wearing the, uh, the old Blues Clues host outfit. The Steve. The Steve, Steve if you will. Did. And no- wore the sweater. Notorious drug addict Steve. And... The Steve saw it, and he took exception to it. And he said, I think if John Cena is serious about hosting Blue's Clues, he and I should wrestle for it. I'm calling you out, Cena. And so, the eternal question is, who would win between Steve from Blue's Clues and John Cena? Um... I'm gonna let y'all take a stab at it. <laughs> okay, first. so I have, uh, I have, and then I'll I'll come back to you and let you know what's going. I on. have a couple of thoughts. So, okay. so one, I think this would actually be an amazing role for John Cena, <laughs> uh, because he seems one super like shockingly way smarter than he should be uh, as a professional wrestler. Very similar to The Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, a big handball, just very silly and funny. Um, three, I think he just is a good time and would probably have a great time entertaining kids Four, I think a coked out Steve, Steve could take down John Cena. <laughs> I think he would come at him like a spider monkey with the fury of a thousand suns, defending his title role of Steve on blues. I did send you a picture of what he apparently looks like now. Has he got, mm-hmm. has he gotten sick gains? He has gotten sick gains. And Shit. he's bald. He's bald and angry looking. Well, yeah. not angry. He's got, nerd glasses on okay. <laughs> um i he kind yeah he kind of looks like like a fatter moby maybe uh, yeah i'll say this john Cena is like you know, obviously a ripped gentleman mm-hmm. he's, he, i'm sure he has martial skills he's also an, an, an entertainer steve is a former entertainer who's had to find other ways to entertain himself and i assume has gained actual martial combat skills mm. in the meantime yeah, okay. I assume he was doing some bare knuckle boxing in back underground. Rooms. Yeah, underground. He's been in a couple fight clubs since he got kicked off of Nickelodeon. <laughs> Just and I think it, you got to see John Cena stepping on the scene, trying to you know chomp your flavor. Yeah, I mean, have you seen those shorts too? Come on, the shorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. Curtis, I, I I think you have thoughts. You've been yeah, I would say you've been uh, <sighs> suspiciously quiet. So. I'm gonna tell you this as a wrestling fan, um, there has been no no more divisive character uh, over the last ten years, um, aside from one person who's wrestling right now. But still, um, 
than Mr. Mr. John Cena. Mr. John Felix Anthony Cena Wait, really? uh, has divided the wrestling world. Uh, he is very popular with children mm-hmm. um, and extremely unpopular with your uh, your adult wrestling fan. Why is that? Please um, explain. Anyone who loves Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock fucking hates him. And it's mainly the same reason that people hated Hulk Hogan at the end of his run is that I don't need Superman in the wrestling ring. I need a character to have kind of like flaws and to lose every once in a while. And John Cena just never lost. Uh, and he overcame odds that didn't make any sense. He beat three dudes one time in one match. Because, yep, that makes sense. Um, and we get it. We know what wrestling is. Uh, but still, it was like, hey, say that's every once in a while, line, this guy can one lose. One guy beating three guys? But, yeah, Chris, you're also a comic he, book fan. He, what are you talking about? But, but he wore all these Fruit Loop color shirts. Yeah, but in the comic books, if a dude if a dude confronts three dudes, he at least gets beat the first time. That's fair. And then has to recover and have an entire arc about how he gets himself ready to beat the three. Not Cena. He just beats them that night because fuck y'all. Because you seen him? I get it. But the dudes were like the same size because they're yeah, wrestlers. He's got, he's got more heart. He does. He that does. Scrap and uh, Kush, this is going to hurt you a little bit because you know why I know that um, Mr. Cena would win and that he has heart? No. Why? He graduated from a private prep academy in Lawrence, Massachusetts called Cushing Academy. Mm. Oh, yeah. He's mm. a man of distinction and uh, esteem then. Yeah. I assume he's a goddamn monster. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't stop. Also, um, Steve, while you think he may be wiry, uh, comes in at five six. I think around a buck sixty five. Okay, I will actually Next. revise my previous Ooh, statement. Uh, John Cena's John Cena's hitting you at six one two forty six of solid muscle. Ah, mm. uh, you can try. Mm. You know, you can give it the old. You can give it the old college. Mm. Um, and as much as I, it pains me, um, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be Mr. Cena. Maybe he maybe he's really good at doing the splits though, and he does that thing where he splits down and then punches John Cena right in the jujubes and then John Cena's I, only the, weakness Johnny is Cage. getting hit in the jujubes and so he dies. I wouldn't I think that's everybody's weakness. <laughs> Every dude's weakness at least uh you know that's going to it's going to do it to you. Speaking of which one of my favorite things is when you're watching sports and the guy's clearly got hit right in right in the balls and he's he's yeah, holding his balls and they're like it seems to be an upper leg injury. <laughs> yeah. He looks really and uncomfortable. Showing, it's like he got they hit. They keep showing the replay score. so you can keep sitting seeing him getting hit right in the nads and they keep saying like oh it's hard to see where what went went, went wrong there. He must have torn his wrist. I believe this happened with there. our beloved Florida Gators last year, right? Someone we we hit a quarterback squaring mm-hmm. nuts and he went down and they were like I think he just looks a little dazed. <laughs> and no, I'm son. pretty sure they had field audio of him yelling oh my nuts. <laughs> Ow, 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 my nuts. My nuts hurt so bad. Please, somebody help me. I think they're broken. (laughs) I'm not sure there. It could be a knee injury. No, it's not my knee. It's my testicles. (laughs) He got me right in them. It's very bad. Did you pull a hammy, son? No, it's my my nuts, man. I think he might have gotten the dick, too, a little bit. But just pinched it. Oh, God, the dick and the balls. They hurt so much. Is it a groin pull? No, it's a nut <laughs> shot, man. Fix my balls. Please, somebody. Ice. <laughs> Please have mercy. Um, so, do you guys think this was John Cena's first role choice? Or did he have to fight some other 90s shithead for 
He <laughs> actually be spot. What is he coming after? Like Mark Summers for like Double Dare or dude? Like, oh no, my I want, god! I want, shit! I want Steve. I think he could do anything. John? I mean, have you guys seen? He was great in Trainwreck. Um, if you watched uh, John Cena, should bring with, back uh, guts, dude. He needs a mo. Who's his mo? I would train my kids to get a glowing piece of the awesome rock. The crack. Did you just call it the awesome rock? Yeah, that's what they would say. They'd say the aggro crag, and to if you if you win guts, you get a glowing piece of the awesome that's rock. Fair. Okay. God, fuck you! Don't don't you dare question my Nickelodeon knowledge. <laughs> How dare you? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we were a double dare household. God, Although I wanted to be on guts so fucking family bad. double dare or like original original, original double, double dare. dare. Okay. Yeah, my family's family. full of shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> Everyone, Kush. Wow. Well, I used to. I used to hate how it was always like you went a vacation to to Orlando, Florida. I'm like, but I can go there. I'm already like, here to film this no. show. What are you talking about? Oh, cool. And some BK nights. Neat. You put plastic ratchets on my shoes. Cool, you dicks. <laughs> BK nights are pretty rad. I wanted a pair. So, time you win a, a karaoke machine, right? They had the. Little singing machine. God, I want, yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to be on anything so bad on Nickelodeon. I got to go on. I got to go on the tour. Uh, get slimed a little bit and go on that show that was hosted by Summer Sanders. Uh, figure it out. Mm. Oh, nice. Um, Lori Beth Denberg, Chris Jericho, and somebody else. Oh, the the younger Pete from Pete and Pete. Those were the 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 panelists that day. There you go. Okay, a little a little fun nineties so, time. They're bringing back every single fucking show. And yep. game shows yep. and all this other bullshit. Yep. Mm-hmm. They can't fucking bring back Double Dare. Uh, actually, I I care less about Double Dare. I want um, salute your shorts and hey dude. You know, yep. no, but I mean Thank like you. those are those yep. are actually scripted shows you actually have to make. I'm saying like Double Dare. You just how much could that possibly cost to make? I guarantee you, we'll get Legends of the Hidden Temple before we get Double Dare or Guts again. That's fair. I want. They don't want us to be happy. I wonder who like owns it. I, I bet someone must own, like, Double Dare that, like, it just can't be made again. <laughs> There's no way. You can't own Double Dare. Double Dare is for the people, Kush. Can you I, can you own a Ray of Sunshine? It appears can to be you own by. a Guy Fieri follicle? Damn. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you can. You yep. totally can. They did it. Apparently, there used to be a, an old show hosted by Alex Trebek called Double Dare on ABC. It was a trivia show. What? <laughs> People were placed huh? in isolation booths uh, and had to correctly identify a person, place, thing, or thing based on one sentence clues that were given to them one at a time on an electronic game board. Alex Trebek hosted a whole fucking ton of shit before he landed Jeopardy, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. Guys, do you know why John Cena was at a Nickelodeon thing? He's, to get a Kid's Choice Award. No, he's going to host a new show on Nickelodeon called Keep It Spotless. Where the show will be, ho- will be <laughs> sorry, the kids will com- be competing in a variety of physical and paint-filled challenges where the goal is to not touch any paint. At the end of each round, so the some, opposite yes, of Double it's Dare? the anti-Double Dare. So not only do they hate us so much that they won't bring back Double Dare, but they hate us so much that they're being, bringing back the opposite of Double Dare. You're going to make some meathead shithead do the opposite of Double Dare. No, thank you. Not into it. <laughs> what the fuck? Stay clean? It's Nickelodeon. Your entire premise in the 80s and 90s was fucking slime. 
if I recall correctly, though, um, I I want to. I, I think a reason that uh, Double Dare probably wouldn't come back is that Mark Summers apparently had, and this must have been a nightmare for him to be the host of Double Dare, had like massive OCD and like hated uncleanliness. <laughs> and like he just mm. could not handle one kids, two filth, <laughs> and three slime being spilled all over the place. So as I was telling you this, as problem. I was telling you this story about John Cena um, and this fake game show, I was like, no, I'm being like punked or something. Like this is a fake article, but I just found trailers for this game show. It I exists. I don't okay. want to watch it ever. It starts Monday. God, no! I swear to God, it. starts Monday on Nickelodeon. Oh, beans. All right. Well, that just took the wind out of myself. <laughs> Anyone have a final story? We have a couple minutes left. I have an advertisement for where we're where the show's coming from oh. this week. Oh yeah, sponsored content. This week's show is brought to you once again by the fabulous Elizabeth Hotel in Fort Collins, Colorado. Y'all, I'm back again here. The Elizabeth again, magnificent as always, kitschy as always, and once again providing me with a collection of vinyl albums. I have no idea what they are. I haven't looked. But let's find out together. Hopefully Chris, I they're was going to say you look like you're in the same room as previous, but it is a hotel I am not. room. So. I wish I was. I wish I was. I am in a different room. My TV is now like above my head right here rather than in the corner it was before. Uh, but yeah, it's got, got some nice art on the wall still. Kitchy as a motherfucker. Gotta love it. All right. Um, I'm going to go over some some records here. Tonight, I, I promise I will not play Thunder uh, at one in the morning. Um, hopefully not, you know, making anybody's day go bad. You know, don't give me ACDC if you're listening, folks at the Elizabeth Hotel. Anyway. Well, it's a, it's a cool 11 p.m., Curtis, and I can't wait to hear those vinyls let's, you got, you got waiting for. Let's get them records out. Yep. So I'm, I'm going to need y'all to help me because I, I can't see them as I hold them up. All right, homie. You have to tell me what's popping. I'm hoping it's good because I'm, 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 this is my listening for the evening. What, what, what do we got you here? Got the Monkey's Greatest Hits. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't tell if it's Spanish language or not, like normal. I don't but, know. Uh, well, none of them were Spanish language. They're just, I think they were just the ones that were sold probably in Mexico, probably easier to get. Monkey's so, yeah. Greatest Hits, and Curtis, it if is, I'm not mistaken, is that still in the plastic wrap? It is. <laughs> it is. It is unopened. Why has no one opened open that tonight. before? Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Son, but guess who's going to open it? Hey, monkey around. This guy. This guy's going to make sure. That pops Is that Hall and Oates? The Hall and Oates what we got here? here. Hall and Oates. Back it up a little bit. Bud, bud, bud. Oh. Um, I can't see a title on there. Hold on. Uh, to the to your right. Take it to your right. Big to my right. Big, big bad. Big bad something or other. Yeah, I don't know too much. Hall and Oates. Does it have? Um, oh man. Does it have man eater on there? Uh, big bamboo. Or something. It says Daryl John. Big bamboo. Obviously Daryl. Daryl Hall. John Oates. <laughs> um, <laughs> got out of touch. Yeah. Um, method of modern love. Back on your love. Some things are better left unsaid. All American girl. All the hits. Possession obsession. All the good ones that Dance everyone knows knees. about. <laughs> Going through the emotions. Cool dark and yesterday. All right. Sure. None of the stuff. This is this is their bad they album. They picked the 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 best hollow notes. Actually, I think did they misspell oats on that one? Is it <laughs> like just a hollow notes knockoff? I think it's just O A T S. It's it's O A T. No, there's a. I don't know. They kind of they uh, kind of wink at the E off. there. They kind of are like, yeah, you know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. All right. 
Let's see. Let's see what we got. Let's see what else it's we got. It's a different hall. It's Steve Hall and Gene Oates. Guitarra Italiana. Al Coali. Guitarra Romana Valare. It's just Italian guitar. Guitarra. <laughs> acoustic, Italian acoustic guitar. Come on, man. I'm not going to listen to that. You probably will, man. Give it two hours. Put that on in the background. Grand, Grand Funk, Funk Railroad. Railroad. Grand Funk Railroad? Hell yeah. Grand, Grand Funk Railroad? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding Love me? Love that shit. Nice. Wait, they have wow. Italian guitar next to Grand Funk Railroad. That's, that's a, some bold music some hollow notes. choices. <laughs> nice nice little Italian guitar sandwich with some hollow notes and some <laughs> Grand Funk Railroad. All right. We got last but not least. Let's see what we got. Kathy Castellane. I what? don't know. It, it looks <laughs> country, uh, though, which piano just rounds it out. Some piano rock. Well, wow. country piano rock. She's wearing a denim tuxedo with red cowgirl boots, yep. sitting against a tipped over uh, baby grand piano. I think you just. I think you just got the uh, the hotel room record Yahtzee. Jesus, man! You got man. some funk. You got some Hall and Oates. You got some country. <sighs> no, some Italian no. Last guitar. Room. Hey, John. Last room easily the because monkeys? last room had John Williams, Beatles, and ACDC. I mean, hey, do, do y'all know that um, Grand Funk Railroad is currently touring the United States right now? <laughs> well, that's why it's in here. They paid to have it in your hotel room. <laughs> uh, they'll be they'll be in Orlando on April twenty first. Again, critically missed that four twenty. Like fools. It, hey, I, I heard three dipshits on a podcast talking about your hotel. I heard you got some records in there. Why don't you get some? It was a Grand Funk up in that. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, we are giving them free, you know, free sponsor time. So yeah, it's true. All right, y'all. Well, uh, any any closing stories for uh, the end of the night, or any any final shower thoughts for us? Shower thought from, uh, oh boy, that's a name. Uh, Op's mom's fuck toy. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. If you could smell videos, porn would be way less popular. Hmm. <laughs> I have heard that scent is the strongest, like, <laughs> sense, li- like, linked to emotion and, like, happiness, though. So, who knows? Maybe it's, maybe it'd be better. You don't know, like, four, no. 4D porn rides? <laughs> there'd be, there'd be different fucking fetishes, I'll tell you that. But <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. And, like, bad ones. <laughs> but, like, speaking of Guy Fieri. You- I've got some anal for you. No, I'm good. I mean, it looks pretty hot. I'm okay. I'm actually good. Um, dude, <laughs> but if you could smell videos, Food Network TV would be basically the most watched television, right? right? Okay, but we're just pitching smell vision now. <laughs> like, people have tried this dumb shit. And like, yeah, sure. It sounds cool. But then you have to scratch shit and then like, you no, know. No, but I don't understand sm- why you do. You just need a TV that can put fragrances together instantaneously and then shoot them out at you. I don't see the problem. So you need to, like, reload your fucking TV like it's a goddamn... <laughs> or you don't use it all the time. You only use it when you're watching Food Network and when you're watching porn. So, I will say... Michael, two, this country would be... It would be constant. It, that's a that's a trillion-dollar business, reloading TVs. Can you imagine how... I want to smell food so right now. Can you imagine thoughts. how fat we would be if all we smelled was food all the time? <laughs> Yeah, that, there's that. I have two thoughts. One, I had a hard enough time, like, replacing the bulb in my, like, DLP, like, reproduction TV. Like, that was a pain in the ass. I had to do it every, like, 12 months. Um, two, though, of all the additional senses beyond sight and hearing that I think I would like to have involved in my any sort of viewing experience, I think scent is probably fucking it. Because, like, 
Have you all been on like the 4D rides at like Disney or Universal where they shoot water jets it. into your fucking yeah. eyeball? Like, <laughs> yep. yeah, I don't need I don't need feeling. That's for sure. Uh, I don't uh, need taste. I would say that the I'd guy w- we saw in the video for the triple Xbox would say otherwise about <laughs> yeah, the sure. touch. He, he does think that feel that touch is a real. I mean, that's one. different. But like, what would you rather have <laughs> if you had to pick smell or taste involved in your porn? Oh, smell. Yeah, smell nonstop. I'll take smell all day. definitely, all the smell. By the way, going to your point, uh, Coach, Universal Studios, stop it. Okay? (laughs) Fucking stop it. Either build an actual roller coaster or go fuck yourself. I am tired of your 4D experiences. They suck ass. Let's ride ride around with Transformers. I'm in a big car. Quit spitting on me. (laughs) Kong Skull Island is a piece of horse shit. Thank God I had a fast pass or I'd have killed all of y'all. <laughs> it was garbage. Hot garbage. And people waited 85 minutes for it. Holy shit. So would you have rather myself in the stomach for an hour? Kong while he What's was yeah, doing porn? Honestly, yeah, if I could have just smelled Kong's like awful, awful taint. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I would much rather have done that. <laughs> Oh, it just smells like matted shit in his horrible gorilla fur. Oh, it's he's so big and there's so much poop. God, this sucks. This ride was awful, but man, that stink though. Also, the premise of the premise of the ride makes no sense. Like, because of the dick? You're taking a tour through Skull through Skull Island. Have you seen the fucking movie? Kong lives there and he does not like yeah, you. Why don't we ever Dude. see Kong's dick though? Have you ever been to a Have zoo? You ever seen a gorilla with the dick? Here's, here's a better Michael, question. you've been to Bush Gardens how many times? A lot. When you seen a dick on the Miami Reserve, my friend? Pretty much never. But the chimps have them. Chimps have dicks just to hang in. I think mm-hmm. gorillas are more more demure, you know, more concerned without. Yeah, they're just like nah. Come, you don't need to see. Or this maybe dick. they just come, have really small. Come dicks. find it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, gorillas <laughs> also don't like don't smell their own poop or throw it at people. They're just like chilling. I will actually. Uh, I have seen video of a gorilla throwing shit at people, and then have you? I have not. And then but that's sprinting away as it. fast as it can because okay. I, I think he was ashamed of it. He was ashamed. <laughs> okay, but well, why? Fellas, that, why don't we ever see that dinosaur dick in those pictures? Then, Michael, have you gone out in the park and lifted up the dinosaur's skirt? <laughs> they were all bred to be. Female. Why don't you see that fish dick though? Fish dicks. <laughs> What? Wait, wait! I'm a genius. <laughs> yeah. In the shape, shape of water, water. Shape of water was missing distinctly one fish stick. Yeah. That is very true. Well, everyone, I think that's gonna do it for us this week on Trends of the Places. It's been a pleasure speaking with you about fucking aliens and stink dicks the entire time. Um, if you like this show. I don't know what to do with you, but um, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com. Hey, sometimes blog posts go up. If not, I don't know. Don't come at, don't at me. Um, at but him. if you want to yeah, at me, please. Um, you can find out more information there. Uh, you can also email us at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. We read every single message we get, um, whether you want to send a, a message to another listener that we should read on air, or if you want to share a story with us, uh, you know, we would love to hear from you. We actually just got a really really stupid idea for a couple episodes uh away from our friend chris over in china and uh please be on the lookout for that but uh, oh god it's gonna be so fucking dumb you guys are gonna be, love I wanna it know. it's gonna be very very stupid the and stupidest. i hope you guys like it um 
Yeah, so check us out there. And then you might also like our sister show, uh, Longest Days of Our Lives, which uh, Curtis is uh, another co-host on. But basically, we break down every single episode of the hit show 24 uh, and just mostly just dunk on it nonstop. So uh, if you like this one, you'll probably like that one. Even if you've never seen 24, uh, it's really just us goofing on it pretty, pretty good. So uh, Curtis, hey. Uh, no, we're going to skip you now because that's not that show. <laughs> uh, Michael, how else can people help us I out? I get to do this. You can find us on Twitter at T-I-L-P-Cast, TILPCAST, uh, and also on Instagram at TILPCAST. Uh, and you can find us on the Facebooks by searching for Trends in Low Places and picking our show and not the t-shirt company. Uh, and uh, Or just going to slash TILPCAST. Um, and... You can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps, whichever one you use. Please subscribe to us. Um, and if you would be ever so kind, give us a rating, preferably five stars um, and uh, a review if you have even more time, because that would really help us out. And that's how we um, get found by other people and continue to grow the show. Yeah. Well, uh, fellas, it's been lovely talking with you. I can't wait to do it again uh, in 10 minutes uh, for 24. <laughs> but um Michael, how do I end this show? Love you, buddy. I get it. It's been lovely speaking with you. (laughs) Love you, buddy. Love you, too. Killmonger was right. Toodles? Toodles, colonizers. (laughs) 